0: Welcome to episode 28 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast.
1: You can create and and put your message out there and there are so many other people around the world where your message is going to resonate with them. No longer are you just subject to the people that are around you in your sphere of influence. Now you have a global sphere of influence.
0: Hello, my name is Ian Anderson Gray and on this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, we've got another live video tool showcase where we're looking deep at another live video streaming tool. And today it's Mark Gawith from Switcher Studio. But first...
1: Looks like it's time for something completely nutty!
0: Hello, is this a Cheetal Record store? Yes, it is. Oh, you've come to the right place if you want lots of records. We sell loads of them. But actually, I was wanting a CD. Oh, we do sell a few CDs. What is it you're looking for? Well, I'm looking for a new song called the Switcher Studio song. Oh, never heard of that. Oh, here it is. It's just come in just the other day. Would you like to listen to it? Oh, yes, please. I can't wait. Switcher Studio Love I think it's time to get on with the show. But first, I just wanted to let you know about a completely free webinar I'm doing with my good friend, Jeff C. It's all about getting started with live video. And it's on December the 3rd. So just a few days after this podcast goes live. All you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash live video 101. That's iag.me forward slash live video 101.
2: This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing.
1: Together, we We can go live.
0: live! Hello, it's Ian Anson-Gray for the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is episode 28. If you want to find out the show notes for this episode once the podcast is out, you need to go to iag.me forward slash 28. And on today's show I've got Mark Gawith to talk about Switcher Studio, which is a live video tool. This is all a part of a series I'm doing on uh, which is called Live Video Showcase. So I'm really excited about that. But first of all, as ever I want to mention our main sponsor of the show, Content 10X. We had Amy who is the founder of Content 10X on the show quite a few episodes ago to talk about all things repurposing If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a massive fan of live video because you can repurpose it into so many different types of content. You know, it's so easy to press that go live button. Once you've set up the technology and got everything sorted, and then you're producing this content really quickly, and then you can turn it into podcasts, into blog posts, all that kind of thing. And this is what Content 10X specializes in. They are an end-to-end, a full end-to-end content repurposing service. So they will take your live video, for example, and they can repurpose that into a blog post, into a podcast. Basically, they can explode it across the interwebs, which helps you save time so that you can focus on your business. Now, if you want to find out more about their service or if you want to do it yourself, if you want to find out more and more about content repurposing, then I highly recommend Amy's book is called Content 10X. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see it, but the book is called Content 10X by Amy Woods. So definitely check out that. And also there's a podcast and a blog. Just go to content10x.com. And I thank Content 10X and Amy for sponsoring this podcast.
1: You're You're listening listening to the the Confident Confident Live Marketing Marketing Podcast Podcast with with Ian Anderson Anderson Gray. Gray.
0: So today I've got Mark Goweth on the show to talk about Switcher Studio. Now Mark is the VP of Sales and Business Development at Switcher Studio and he's also a father and a husband and when he's not playing those roles, he enjoys golfing. Now I'll have to say that's probably one of the most concise biographies we've had. Welcome to the show, Mark. It's great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you, Ian. I've been told by numerous people in my life that I'm very verbose. So I try to keep things as short and uh, concise as possible when I have the opportunity. So <laughs> uh, I guess I, I've heard that enough in my life that uh, I try to be less verbose now. So. <laughs>
0: well, I'm impressed. I, I could t- definitely take some tips from that. Anyway, so you're from Switcher Studio. This is uh, one of your roles is vice president of sales and business development but i want to talk about switcher studio as a tool when when did it happen you know when did it launch why could you give us a, a bit of a brief history of switcher studio for those who haven't heard of the tool
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, Switcher Studio has been around since right around 2015 is when we began selling subscriptions to our software. Switcher was actually born out of an agency that the two founders uh, of our company had shooting video. They would haul cases, you know, Pelican cases, loads of gear, you know, into these conferences and, you know, set it up, take hours to, you know, shoot it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, as the old saying goes, there's gotta be a better way. (laughs) And ultimately they ended up connecting with our CTO who's based in Switzerland, who had built a similar iPhone app for recording video content and recording video at, at multiple angles. Ended up working together, launching Switcher Studio then as the live video solution for what the CTO had previously built for recording purposes built in live video and, and have you know constantly tried to iterate you know release new updates new features so we've been doing this since uh like i said 2015 i've been with the company officially since february of last year i did do some contract work for them the summer before uh you know some business development stuff and i've been a user of switcher since shortly after they launched so actually i started using it at my previous company started a business using switcher for doing video production and you know now here i am uh, leading the sales and business development Efforts for the company.
0: That's awesome. So, and that's that's really cool because you were using the tool beforehand. You were a big believer in it, and it's in, a, in a sense, it's a perfect position that you've got you know I remember I was a student I was I trained as a musician and I worked at a music shop and I ended up being a very good salesman for these digital pianos because I was a believer in them I loved them it's a very easy job I think selling stuff that you really don't believe in (laughs) that's not a good job is it yeah it
1: definitely makes makes a sales job easier if you believe in the product you're selling if you believe that it truly is a solution and that's what I feel Switcher Studio is it's a solution for video production it's not simply a tool although it is uh, you know but this is a solution that can really help streamline video creation processes it can really help Eliminate the need for a lot of post-production work. There's so much that goes into this, and and so much uh, in the way of time saving that it gives you. That you know, I like to talk about as a solution uh, when I position it to people.
0: Yeah, that's important because you know we're so busy with stuff, and I think people think, oh, live video is is yet an, another thing that we need to think about. But I love to I I love to see live video as a time saver, and I would love to know a little bit more about how you see that Switcher Studio is that solution, and it's interesting to see to to hear you talk about was it 2015 you said or 2016 yep. yeah so that i mean yeah 2015 that is that is an, a century ago in, in the realms of uh, live video. And, you know, because I I started playing with, I think it was in Facebook Live, it was really 2016 for me. And so it's really, really amazing to, to think how much has happened in those years. And also just to say that uh, Switcher Studio is a very different tool, or should I say solution, to some of the other tools I've been mentioning on the show, because it is a, a mobile solution. It, it allows you to create effectively a mobile based live video studio so just a a more general question i like to ask this why live video why should we think about utilizing live video and also a more an interesting question about brands do you see how brands any examples of how they are using live video today so first of all why live video and have you got any good examples of how brands are using it
1: yeah absolutely a live video for me gives people the ability to create a brand voice. Post-production video has been around for a long time. For that matter, live video has been around for a long time, you know, in the truest sense of the word. But live video, as we are talking about it, as you and I are talking about it, is fairly new from the days of Periscope and Meerkat to, you know, Facebook Live and, you know, now LinkedIn Live being, uh, you know, available to people. So it it's now more a commonplace and it's giving everyone the ability to have a face their brand no longer do you have to be a company like microsoft or salesforce you know dreamforce is going on right now so you know you've got mark benioff at salesforce you know on stage talking about the product blah 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 if you're a solo a small business owner a solopreneur you know any of those terms you can do the exact same stuff that all of these companies have been used to doing for years and create high quality live video where people can interact with you real time. And that's the power of live video, is the ability to interact with your audience, your following, uh, and give them the ability to ask you a question straight away. I mean, this right now, what we're doing right now highlights the power of live video. You're in the UK, I'm in Seattle, we're eight, nine hours away from each other, but we can have a conversation with each other as if we were sitting in the same room together we can we can create content and it's borderless content, I guess you might say. So that for me is why live video. It's, you know, it, it just gives you a, a better way to engage with your community. As far as brands are concerned, I definitely think 2020, you know, and beyond, and not that you've asked me to do this, is to give any sort of uh, predictions, but I think you're going to see brands really, really start to dive into live video. And I think a lot of that is going to have to do with the fact that LinkedIn now has live video. You know, I've talked to numerous brands that have been hesitant to put video out on some of these other platforms because of some of the other content that's out there. They don't want to have their brand right next to whatever else is going to be appearing in their feed uh you know so now that there is a tool and a platform that's specific to businesses you're going to see them start to spring live video into their content marketing strategy
0: i certainly. Totally agree with you there. And I want to ask you a little bit more about LinkedIn in, a, in another question. But it's, it's great to see that businesses, they've probably been avoiding it because of what you say. You know, I've spoken to quite a few businesses, business owners, entrepreneurs, who really want to use it, but that the audience just aren't on Facebook, their audience aren't mm-hmm. on those platforms, but their audience is on LinkedIn. But up until recently, there's just not been the opportunity for them, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with that. And the other thing, yeah, so so it's great, you know, we are talking to each other. We're I don't know what it is eight hours apart, as you, like you say, but also the audience around the world. I mean, I've I've had people from Australia watching. I've got Lisa Candler Williams in the room, who I, I can't remember where you're from, Lisa. You're I think you're Boston area. So up late, Ian. Yes, it's it's after nine nine p.m. in the UK. Thanks for accommodating us. <laughs> Americans. Uh, I'm not accommodating the Australians too much though, unfortunately, but that that might be a bit overkill for me. So yeah, I wanted to to follow on with a question about, which I I think this is a big problem for many business owners and entrepreneurs. The whole idea of getting in front of the camera is a scary thing for so many people. And I want to ask you, do you or did you get nervous the first time you went in front of the camera? Do you still get nervous? And have you got any tips for us mere mortals who you know, still find it difficult to get in front of the camera?
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that I'm not a mere mortal uh, or maybe <laughs> implying that i I didn't get nervous going in front of the camera i've never been someone that uh, has shied away from the spotlight so whether that's on stage you know in real life or you know on a live video i love being the center of attention it drives my wife crazy Uh, but maybe that's why we compliment each other is because i you know i like that and and she doesn't so i think one of the the things like my recommendation for people and and this might sound like the easy way out is just do it, you know, try it. For me, it is such a rush to get on live video and then to have someone interact with you from the next town, the next state, the next city, the next country, the next continent, you know, you, you really can tap into people and you can create these relationships with people all over the world. that Previously, you know, you wouldn't, yeah, you can create a relationship with someone textually, like on you know Twitter and stuff like I have friends that have, uh, you know, I've built relationships with on Twitter. And then, you know, we had the opportunity to meet in real life, you know, like Vincenzo Landino is a good friend of mine. And we first met on Twitter. But I think with live video, because you have this ability to actually have a conversation with someone or even if you're not doing an interview like we are, you're just talking to the camera. You're just one person that's broadcasting you can create and and put your message out there. And there are so many other people around the world where your message is going to resonate with them. No longer are you just subject to the people that are around you in your sphere of influence. Now you have a global sphere of influence, right? So some people might say, oh, that's a little too much. We, We all shouldn't be putting our thoughts and our ideas out there. But when you think about it from a brand or a company perspective, that is where it becomes powerful, because previously with marketing, it's been the traditional marketing channels. you know i'm I'm putting out an ad and it appears in front of the people that you know I target, you know, et cetera. But because of live video and because of the social platforms putting such an emphasis on it, and they still are, it's going to you know give you organic reach higher than some of those other paid things that you're doing. And all it takes is one person that feels comfortable enough to get on camera and tell the brand story or finding internal champions from your company that want to say, I love working here. And here's why this is what this company has done for me, you know, and you find internal champions, internal advocates. And I think that's what's really, really cool about all of this.
0: Yeah, th- th- those are golden words. Thank you, Mark, because you shed so many cool things there. The first thing is that, for, first of all, you know, it's good to have somebody who doesn't feel that nervousness, who who just loves the limelight because we're all different and I've spoken to people on, on different kind of ends of the spectrum some people that get so nervous they probably will never be able to do it and if that's you then you need to find somebody else who maybe can find that confidence who is maybe more natural in front of the camera but for most people I think the first time you get in front of the camera it's not going to be that great let's you know look at the first videos that everyone does I, I love talking about Gary Vaynerchuk's first ever video if you look at it I mean you could argue he doing quite well these days but if you look at his first video it's not that great but he kept going and so the first Two, three, four, five. Maybe the first dozen that you do won't be that great, but keep doing it, and it's how you improve. Yeah, it's 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 just a, the most amazing way to to get that message out there, to communicate, to engage with your audience. So many uh, great things that you said there. So you've we've talked about LinkedIn Live a little bit. You've mentioned LinkedIn Live. I've done a whole sh- whole podcast show on LinkedIn Live and the pros and cons and and how exciting I feel about this as a platform. Now, Switcher Studio was one of the first tools, if not the first tool, to integrate with LinkedIn Live. And I know this because at Social Media Marketing World earlier this year, there was so much hype, there was so much excitement about LinkedIn Live, and you were showcasing this at Social Media Marketing World. So how is LinkedIn Live? You've you've already alluded to a few of these things, but how do you think LinkedIn Live is going to change the live video game? And what do you think the innovations are going to be for the future?
1: Yeah. So, you know, to kind of go back to what I touched on earlier from, you know, brands using live video, LinkedIn is going to give them the platform that they've longed for, where they don't have to compete with maybe some of the noise, you know, that some of the other platforms are allowing there to be, right? So, you know, it's a little more uh, concise. It's a little more, you know, on brand for a lot of them. The content that a lot of these companies are looking to put out is not. As maybe it's not what you would traditionally think from a live video perspective, yeah, you know what I'm seeing is a lot of them are telling the story of the company and and really kind of peeling, uh, you know, pulling the curtain back, so to speak, where it's like, do you do you want to really know what it's like to work at Microsoft? Well, we're doing live video to show you, like we're bringing in Microsoft employees, you know good or bad and different, whatever it is we're interviewing these people, we're having them tell their story to the public. And I think what that's doing is that is no longer is it creating a single face, but it's creating a, you know, multiple faces. It's allowing you to really see inside the company, whereas previously you're only seeing what's being put out there by the PR team. You know and and what is being approved by the legal team so to speak you know for uh, external consumption so i think that's what you're going to start to see you're also going to see it as a recruiting tool for companies to use what better way than if someone is evaluating working for your company if you can actually see a live video experience on what it's like to be in that building or working with those people. I think that's what's really really cool. Plus, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing a lot as well is events, specifically like a company like SAP. You know, SAP puts on hundreds of events a year. Not everyone can make it to these events. These are professional business related events. And now they have the ability to actually kind of bring the event to the viewers, the viewers at home. And they have a platform where they can put that content. You know, you're going to start to see it as well from a marketing and a consulting type of thing. You know, individual consultants going live on there talking about their specialty, helping brands with marketing or video or whatever. So I think it's going to really start to grow. I don't think it's going to take that long, but it's going to be up to LinkedIn on how they are going to roll this out to
0: people. Yeah, because of course at the moment it's still in, as we say in the UK, a closed beta or closed beta, depending on how you pronounce it. And I think there are quite a few people that I know are still frustrated that it's being rolled out incredibly slowly. In fact, it seems to all the LinkedIn experts that I know still don't have it, which is kind of uh, ironic in a way. But it's, I think they're wanting to get it right. I mean, that's they've never been one just to kind of throw throw it out there and just find out the bugs and then be notified, which it's been really what's happened with Facebook. I mean, still, Facebook Live today is still remarkably buggy. And I've really been impressed by the quality of the video on LinkedIn Live compared to Facebook Live. On the replay, the quality is really, really good. Is it perfect? No, not yet. But I'm glad they are investing that time in making this into a really, really rock solid platform. And I think since this is for business use, it has to be reliable. Uh, Would you agree with that?
1: I would absolutely agree with that, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons they are doing a phased rollout is they want to ensure that they bring on a large brand, you know, with hundreds of thousands of followers and they that brand goes live. I mean, think about the egg on LinkedIn's face if that falls down. So they definitely they're doing, in my opinion, they're doing it the right way. I know there's a lot of people that think they should have access to it uh, for whatever reason. I have access to it. I've done a couple of live videos, but you know, obviously I want to start doing more, you know, talking about live video and not, not making it like super meta, like how to go live on LinkedIn using, you know, but you know, more like what we're doing here, you know, just the, the benefits of it, uh, highlighting the ways that people are using it, uh, etc. So I think LinkedIn is doing it right. And the reason that they haven't given access to every LinkedIn expert, and I'll I'll use them expert in air quotes, is they don't want 25, 30, 50 people all creating the exact same content, which is why you see someone like Roger Wakefield, who's a plumber that has access to LinkedIn Live. And he's telling the story from the trades perspective, like how to be you know, how to be a professional, how to, you know, use social media to grow your business, uh, et cetera. So you'll see if you, you know, kind of look at it, that there is an eclectic mix of people that have access to it. And they're doing that for a reason because they want to, they don't want to have the same content being created by 100 or 2000 different people, however many people have access to it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And actually in the, I don't know what you call the rules or the terms and conditions, they actually state that they don't want you to do linkedin live videos talking about linkedin live <laughs> and uh, i kind of like questioned them about this and they they it basically it was a similar answer to what you gave they they don't want everything to be the same and and so yeah i i think use the platform to talk about what it is that you do as a business you know it's, it's in the same way as you use other live video platforms but i'm really excited about that so Right, we need to talk about Switcher Studio. What would you say? What, what makes Switcher Studio different? I've alluded to the fact that it is for mobile first, but uh, yeah, let, let us know a little bit more about that. And also, what are your favorite features about Switcher Studio? Knowing that you, okay, yes, you do work for Switcher Studio now, but before, you know, a couple of years ago, you weren't and you were just using it as, as a user
1: yes so switcher studio is a video production studio in your pocket we allow our users to create a single camera broadcast or expand and scale up to a nine camera broadcast using ios devices so the concept is there's no hardware to purchase we are a software company Uh, we are an application that you download from the app store on one or as many devices as you want it's free to download you use one device as your central switcher, and then you wirelessly can connect up to nine devices to that central switcher to be able to choose your camera angles, put multiple camera angles on screen. And what really is powerful about switcher is, yes, the nine camera angles is powerful, but does everyone have nine iOS devices lying around uh, or want to go out and buy nine iOS devices? Probably not. I have six, so I'm probably like on the top end of the spectrum. but. What it does give you the ability to do is it gives you the ability to use a single camera, iPhone, iPad, computer camera as well. If you wanted to connect your computer to your iPhone or iPad, which we can talk about that in a second, but it allows you to brand your video. So if you're a, if you're a small business and you're going live on Facebook and you're using the native Facebook experience, you're doing this, right? You've got your phone up in front of you. You're holding it up. You're talking to your phone. Well. Why not use switcher studio which gives you that exact same capability but now you can put the address to your business as a graphic overlay text overlay you can put your logo in the top right hand corner you can put an email address like as a call to action or you can you know promote some sort of special that you're running so now with switcher we give you the ability to put text overlays graphic overlays etc and brand that single camera video to make it more memorable for your audience. So, you know, we are, I think most of us are visual learners. You know, we see something, we remember it. I know that's how I am if I see something, you know, I remember it more so than if I hear it. Now having the ability to reach both of those types of people, both audio or visual learners, and put something on screen uh, with a single camera, that's really the power of Switcher, is giving you the ability to brand your live video and brand can mean a lot of different things. It could just mean a corner bug, it could mean a full screen logo, but basically everything you see that Ian is doing right here with this live video production, you can do with Switcher and your iOS device.
0: Yeah, and the thing I love about Switcher Studio is just how easy it is to use. It's so intuitive. And you don't have to go around, particularly if you're going out and about, you don't have to take a a big, expensive computer with webcams and cameras and microphones. You know, the, the camera that we have on iOS devices is amazing. And you know, also the, the microphone that's built in is pretty good. Uh, so it's just so quick and easy and the way that you can add the overlays and, and all that kind of stuff is is amazing. And you know, I've, I've used Switcher Studio. I've, I've used it when I've gone to conferences and I'm used to going live from my desktop and, and doing all of that kind of stuff, but you can't do that when you're out and about. And actually there's a lot of advantages, as you say, Mark, in just going to a mobile only studio. And so I wanted to ask you the follow-up question really is... For people like me or people who haven't had the experience of a mobile setup, you know, how would you get started with that? Is it just a case of getting two or three iPhones and that's it? Or you know, how, what would you recommend for us to get started?
1: Well, you have an iPhone, right, Ian? I do. Okay. And you're using a Mac or a PC right now for your computer?
0: This is, uh, I'm using a Mac.
1: Okay. So with Switcher, you can use a single iOS device as your switchers. For those of you that are listening, obviously you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm just holding up my iPhone. What I can do is I can use my phone as my switcher device, the device where I'm you know, managing all of my inputs, but I can actually bring in the camera that's on my computer. I can bring in my camera on my computer if I have a Mac or a PC. So for those of you that are used to a desktop solution, this really isn't changing a whole lot other than the fact that you are using an iOS device to put your graphics on screen. You're still talking to your computer. You're still using the audio and video from your computer. But you've got your iPhone sitting here in front of you to put your graphic on screen or your lower thirds or your titles or you know whatever it is. So you still have that element of the desktop production piece that you can do. But what it also gives you the ability to do is all right, I'm going to shut off my computer and I'm going to take this phone and I'm going to go wherever I'm going. I'm going to an event. I'm going to a meetup. I'm going to a meeting with a potential customer. And I can do that exact same live experience that I just did on my computer with just a single phone. So I think that's what's really, really great about it. Now, as far as like those people that haven't done a mobile studio setup. You don't even have to go get two cameras. You don't have to go get three devices. Just start with a single device. You can use a wired handheld microphone. You could get something like what I'm using right now, which is a Saramonic Blink 500 system, which has two receivers and a single transmitter, which will plug into the bottom of your iPhone. And you can have a two-channel uh, wireless setup, something like that. And you can go out and you can do live broadcasts from anywhere. So I think that is what, what really All you need is a good audio source and your phone, and you can go out and do live productions from anywhere.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it's, I totally agree it's, it's, it's the the first thing you should look at upgrading is the audio. You know if you get the audio even better, the cameras on these devices are so amazing and you can go out and about. So that was really interesting what you said about using your computer. and I have to admit that is not a part of Switcher Studio I've played with. i don't I don't even I didn't even know you could do that. so that's that's really, really cool. So you're not just stuck with the mobile part of it you can also use desktop as well and you're using either an ipad or an iphone as the switcher as the to change the scenes and at the moment it is just for iphone i mean this i, I know this disappoints all the android users out there but it's it isn't for android and it, does it have to be kind of relatively recent iphones can you use it on very old ones
1: yeah, so it is iOS only as far as the ability to install the app. Now we do have a, a function that's called video chat. And basically what video chat gives you the ability to do is it gives you the ability to bring in a guest or multiple guests that are not on the same wireless network uh, via a URL. and that device can be any device that has internet access a camera and an audio input so that can be an Android you know that can be a PC it can be a Mac you know any device that that can do that so that's one way to bring Androids into our ecosystem so that's uh, essentially how that would work and it has to be fairly recent so it has to basically be able to run the newest version of iOS in order for you to use it as a switcher so that's your main you know your main switching device your hub where you're managing Managing all of your assets and your your multiple cameras now you can bring you can still use switcher on old devices we still have people that are using iphone 5s for cameras and bringing that into switcher uh, so they're using it as a remote camera source. Uh, uh, and okay. that's all they're doing. So not a lot of people want to do that, because obviously, the newer cameras are so much better, you know, yeah. than an iPhone five, you know, even my iPhone six s to my wife's iPhone 11. I mean, the, the difference is, is huge. Yeah. You know, and, and there's only about three years, you know, that separate those devices. So Obviously, for quality and stuff, you'd want to use a newer device. And the devices don't have to have SIM cards because you're running them on a wireless network. network, They don't even have to be an active device on a network. It can simply just be using the built-in wireless on that device as long as you can install the Switcher Studio app. I have an iPhone 6 that is an old phone. It's not active on any plan, and I just use it for a camera when I'm doing broadcasts.
0: That's cool. So Lisa Kalla Williams is here and she says, hashtag team Android. So I feel you. I mean it basically, Lisa, I'm I'm am I'm an Android user as well as an iPhone user. And I actually got my first iPhone because of my frustrations that everything seemed to come first to to iPhone. I mean Facebook Live, the, the ability to bring in a guest was iPhone first. And so I ended up getting an iPhone. But a lot of Android users actually have iPads, and I know that you can use Switcher Studio on an iPad, can't you? So you could use that as your your main switcher as long as it's a relatively new one. Am I right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's how I do it is I actually use an iPad Pro. It's the 12.9 inch. It's the first iPad Pro that uh, Apple came out with. That's my switcher. So that's where I do all my creating my scenes or my, you know, graphic overlays, templates, et cetera. And then I will bring in cameras. You know, like I said, a camera can be an iPad, an iPhone, or an iPod that's running Switcher Studio. It can be a computer, so a Mac or a PC that's running our SwitcherCast software, our SwitcherCast download, and then it can also be a device that's being brought in via video chat. So, it could be an Android device. So, if you're an Android user and you have an iPad, you could use your iPad as your Switcher device. You could use your Android camera as your camera, and you basically could go anywhere. Uh, and do
0: that broadcast that's cool so so as long as the main switcher device that you're using is an ios device a recent ios device you're good to go which is which is awesome so i always liked when i interview somebody from a a live video tool company I, i like to we've talked a lot about the positives and all the exciting stuff but you know there are always frustrations i'm sure uh even in a company like Switcher Studio. So what have been your frustrations in the growth and in the development of it? And do you feel there are any missing features in Switcher Studio that you're wanting to develop for the future?
1: Yeah. I would say there's probably always missing features that people are going to want and and what we I think one of the things that we do really well from a company standpoint is we a lot of the features that we release are features that are customer driven. And so we don't necessarily think about oh we want to put in this scoreboard feature into Switcher because we think it would be good. This is something where we have a large group of people asking for a scoreboard overlay, uh, which is one of the things that we give our customers the ability to do. If they're doing live streaming of sporting events, You know, now you can actually use a toggle directly in the app, turn on the scoreboard, adjust the score, put the team names, customize it, et cetera. That's what we do You know, really well is, is we take recommendations uh, from our users uh, and build those things in as far as things that might be a drawback uh, i think you know and this this one's probably pretty evident but our system runs off of wi-fi so in order to connect devices together you have to be on they all have to be on the same wireless network you know and obviously ios that could be a a big drawback for you depending upon which side of the uh, android iphone uh you know coin you sit on but I think our biggest challenge, you know, and one that we're always thinking about is how do we make it easier for people to connect the devices together, have the multi-camera, you know, aspect if their Wi-Fi is that they've got limitations on their Wi-Fi. Like for me, I travel with my own Wi-Fi everywhere I go. I travel with a Netgear Nighthawk M1. I have a AT&T SIM card in here, which by the way, this is not being sponsored by either one of those companies. This is just what I use. So it's what I've found to be the best and I can connect multiple devices to it. And now I simply have a battery powered internet Wi-Fi experience and I can connect multiple devices to this and I can be, you know, set up and going in five minutes, you know, with a multi-camera broadcast anywhere in the world, really.
0: That is actually really good advice for any kind of setup, whether you're using Switcher Studio or not. If you're just using the, the native apps, don't just rely on your normal connection. It's always good to have a backup if things go down. And so having like another hotspot. So if you've got another phone out there, it could be an old Android phone, bung a SIM card in there and use that maybe as a wireless hotspot. The other thing that I've discovered because until relatively recently, the Wi-Fi in my office at home has just been really appalling. And I just couldn't, I couldn't use Wi-Fi at all. And so when I was playing around with Switcher Studio, I got really disappointed. Now, actually now I've got a a mesh setup. We've got a mesh Wi-Fi and the Wi-Fi here is amazing in the office but before i did that i played around with i know that you can get a special for iphones you can get a lightning to ethernet port and you can actually plug it into wired so there is you are able to do that i suppose what, what i've noticed with Switch to studio although there are maybe a few drawbacks there are i've noticed on the help pages of your website that there are loads of ways that you can improve these things there's always a way to, to sort these things out
1: yeah, absolutely. We don't really come right out and say yes, you can wire this up because it introduces a lot of additional adapters that you have to buy. You know, you you definitely have to kind of know what you're doing from a device setup. You know, when you go in and actually activate the Ethernet, uh, you know, on the device itself, you've got to use the right one. So, you know, there are ways to do it. Uh, we actually did it for Golf Channel. Uh, we did a broadcast for them. In October of last year, uh, where we we did broadcast an entire hole of golf. So we we did it on a par three. We set up Poe, so we did power over Ethernet. We basically ran cables to two cameras on the tee box, two on the green, and then we and then I was running a mobile camera on a gimbal. And we had a five camera shoot, basically doing live coverage of golf from the person teeing off to the ball landing on the green, you know, getting shots if they were in the bunker, et cetera. And we did it all with Switcher. So, you know, we wanted to kind of test some of this stuff out and see, you know, see what uh, was possible. Obviously, that is a very special circumstance. But for us, we wanted to prove the fact that this is something that you can use. Regardless, it might take a little more in the way of support, you know, from Poe type of stuff, but it can be done, and it probably is still going to be much cheaper than the alternative that you would have done uh, using something like that. So. Yeah.
0: So, so the thing about Switcher Studio is you can make it as simple as you like. I mean, it is a very easy to use solution, to use your word solution. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm not going to call it at all. Or uh, you can make it as complicated as you want. And I have this tendency to overcomplicate things. So yeah, there was me with my my lightning to Ethernet dongle thing. And uh, so uh, yeah, that that's, that example that you gave about with all that setup sounds really interesting. Uh, do, did you do like a, do, have you done an article on that? Is there like a blog post or, or video on how you set it all up? Sounds fascinating.
1: I think we did do uh, a blog post or video. I'll see if I can find it. If I find it, I'll send it to you and maybe you can put it in the the show notes or in the the notes here for the live video for anyone that's interested. But yeah, it was for uh, last year. It was for the... East Lake Cup, which is uh, the top college golf teams, both men and women in the in NCAA come together in Atlanta and play for three days. The Golf Channel had been using our solution. I'd been talking to them about a lot of different things. They're like, well, we really want to do live golf coverage. And I'm as much as I wanted to keep pushing back and saying, this is not what the solution is for, that's what they wanted to do. So we're like, all right, let's go out and see what we can do. So they brought in two very well-known golf anchors uh, like to be the, the commentators on it. You know, like they, they, put, they put some weight behind it. And so we were able to kind of prove out the concept with them. And so it was really kind of fun to be a part of.
0: That sounds awesome. Well, we're almost out of time. Just one final quick question is, what's next for Switcher Studio? Well, you might not be able to tell us the top secret information, uh, but have you got anything that you can uh, tease us with what's uh, going to be happening in the future for Switcher?
1: Yeah, you know, I think our focus is going to be on continuing to drive live video from an interactivity standpoint. You know, what we see is, you know, that's really big for people is being able to interact with your audience to make your audience feel uh, like they're a part of the broadcast. And so that's one of our, I think our big pillars that we're going to continue to, to drive towards. And, you know, so I'll let you kind of come up with your own assumptions on what that means, but, you know, definitely interactivity is something that is, uh, is top of mind. And this is not something that I'm saying is going to happen, but these are the types of conversations I'm having. I had a conversation with a guy here in Seattle that runs an augmented reality company and like what, are the, what type of possibilities are there to bring augmented reality into live video. So, you know, thinking about things like that and, and just really how do we stay at the forefront of this technology and continue to lead the way. So, you know, we're, we want to be a solution for people. We know that's probably not going to be the solution for everybody, but there are solutions like Skype and Zoom. That's why both of these solutions exist together at the exact same time because people prefer one over the other. And we know that that's always going to be the case. So we want to continue to be a, a mobile friendly production tool for people and make it super simple and easy to use.
0: That's cool. And I'm excited about the whole augmented reality thing, because I don't think we've seen much innovation of that. I I think it's a sense of technology ahead of its time. But I I do believe that 2020, we're going to see a much more innovation in that. And so it's exciting to see you talking about that. Anyway, we're out of time. How can people find out more about you and also about Switcher Studio? I mean, probably the the website, which I believe is switcherstudio.com.
1: Yeah, switcherstudio.com is the website. You know, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is Mark Goeth. I think I'm the only one that spells their name uh, with a C and has my last name, so there shouldn't be too many of us on there. If you're interested and want to find out more, you can always email me, Mark at switcherstudio.com. I'm happy to answer any questions or put you in touch with the right person. But you know, would love to uh, le- would love to get you on a trial. We have a free 14-day trial that's available for anyone. We uh, would love to, you know, get you to kick the tires on the platform and see what it's all about
0: yeah definitely i highly recommend having a little play even if you're used to going live from your desktop do do have a little play with switcher studio it's a fantastic service anyway we're out of time thank you so much mark for coming on it's been great to have you on and really exciting to to talk about switcher studio but until next time i encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of confident live video
2: see you soon bye Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray.
0: Be sure to join the community
2: at iag.me, where you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.